What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. EaseWellness.com for the CBD. Ease.com. And as always, the promo code's ham. Yep, guy. And it's it's a hell of a deal. You get $20 off your first purchase. Over $50. Free delivery. This is another guy that we saw in uh, in OTAs just standing around like, man, he looks good. What's he going to be? I saw some of the quotes from Kyle Shanahan Sunday after practice. He did not have an opinion on uh, the fights because he said he, didn't, he hadn't really seen them or like how they started. He said, fundamentally, I don't like guys throwing practice, uh, throwing punches at all, but I do like guys pissing each other off. So uh, Jalen Hurd was getting into it a little bit because he's on the field now, which is good. Because part of throwing punches on an NFL field, or you were swinging at a guy with a helmet on, right? <laughs> it's like yeah, it's just it's just dumb. Yeah, we a lot of people in the history of this sport have broken their hands connecting with the Riddell or whatever the fuck NFL PT or high school all levels. You swing at yeah. someone with a helmet on, right? It's like punching a wall as a pitcher. Who did that back for the ace? Who's on the Giants? Pomeranz? Pomeranz, yeah. Yeah. So, but you like, so I saw you tweet this just about like what this potentially represents for the 49ers, them getting in fights, Jalen Hurd getting in the, mixing it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, on the first, you and I stood by him. He is enormous. He is a massive human. And I, when they drafted him, I didn't quite realize who it was. And then once I read his backstory, I'm like, oh, that's the running back that used to play at Tennessee. Right. It was really good. I, I loved him as a running back. I didn't even know, because I'm not as like in deep in the weeds of the scouting circles. He had transferred to Baylor. He had played receiver. I actually vividly remember, not vividly, but I remember when he quit Tennessee and it was kind of weird. I'm like, I really like this player. But then he just quit. And then you read about it. It was like he quit because he didn't want to take the pounding of a running back. But then you see him at practice. You're like, this guy doesn't even look like a running back because he's six foot five. He's huge. My first takeaway guy, because the tweet that I quoted was like, another bad day for, you know, Hurd, you can't be a third rounder in fighting. And my my first takeaway, bullshit. The the 49ers, to me, they've been defined these last couple years. I'm as bullish on Kyle, and I know you are as anybody. 
my knock on him as a coach, besides just I don't know how much impact he can have on defense, is his scheme can be a little soft. Like at the end of the day, can he line up? Because I know what Andy can do when he when he runs. He'll run a lot of zone stuff, but he's got no problem putting in the fullback, running power right down your throat. Like Andy can play a little like Harbaugh if he has to. And at, the, at his core, he kind of likes doing that. Kyle, they, they want to run like the play-action boot. It's just a softer scheme. Well, their team's a little softer. When, when you Like part of the reason we, I've always defended Harbaugh, why his defenses are so good, well, go to his practice. When you run power in practice, the defense, your, your middle linebacker has to take on the fullback in the hole. It's a physical practice. Where Kyle, it's like Joe Staley is not pulling on anyone. He's just position blocking. So you're just not going to be as physical and as crazy. Well, what what did Jalen Hurd do? He started throwing some people to the ground. And one of the things that I read and talked to some people that were there were like, one of the things that was pissing people off and where the fights came from is because he was blocking corners way down the field. And let's call it what it is. Corners don't want to get blocked down the field. And in fairness, like they're probably not used to it because Pettis and those guys, it's a little bit of a country club atmosphere with Kyle. And I'm not taking a shot. It's just the nature of, you know, just a little softer. I fucking love it. And you can tell with Kyle's quote was the reason he doesn't want to fight because he can't they can't afford Dante Pettis or Jalen Hurt breaking his hand in a fight. That's moronic. But does he really mind Akella Weatherspoon getting slammed to the ground by Jalen Hurd? No freaking way. They they actually love it. And I love yeah. it. And I didn't even see yeah. it. But I, I I love everything that it stands for, you know, for this team that like think about the NFC. The NFC, the, the AFC is the soft division guy, or the soft conference, where, you know, 10 years ago it used to be the opposite. Over the last 10 years, the NFC has been the physical one. And obviously with Harbaugh and – you just think right now. The Bears, badasses. The Vikings, who are going to be better this year, badasses. Think about the Eagles. You think the Eagles are soft? You think the Cowboys are soft? I, the Rams, you kind of think L.A. or whatever, but they're, they're a pretty physical team. We know Seattle. They would – I mean, they would pay to be in like a 9-6 game at Seattle, right? That's what they want. Uh, if the Niners are going to make any hay in this, even even the Saints have become a little tougher these last... I mean, their best their wide star wide receiver is a physical player. What do you say, like historically Carolina? Tough team. Remember them and the Niners used to have some like, God, this is a physical game. Recent history, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that... Uh, their best player is a middle linebacker guy. So, yeah, they're just, and their their head coach is a middle linebacker. They're a tough team. Even Atlanta, like when they were good that year, they were an offensive team, but their defense, their coach, a defensive lineman or defensive line coach, they've drafted a bunch of defensive players. They want to be physical. To me, the NFC is defined by a lot of tough teams. The, the Niners, like, I, I'll be the first to say, yeah, I think they can make the playoffs. I, I'm probably going to pick them to make the playoffs for whatever that means. But if they are going to have a legit shot, you you cannot be a soft. Like, soft, they, they can't get 10 wins and be soft. Just in their division alone. Like, they'll Seattle will kick their ass, right? The Rams will beat them. Hell, the Kyler Murray will screw around and mess with you. You know, the team like the Ravens will run the ball down your throat. you got to be tough. So if, if you're going to have a shot to make the playoffs in the NFC, and again, i got to look through their schedule, I, but it's, it's irrelevant just because I know their division. I mean, the four games against the Rams and the, and the Seattle are going to be tough. Like, you got to be tough. you got to be physical. I think that's what they've lacked. Now, they'd say, well, look at who we drafted. Debo, tough guy. Bosa, in theory, 
you know, tough defensive lineman. Jalen Hurd, clearly kind of a badass. Add D Ford, who's just a defensive, you know, a sack monster. Again, he is. A, I mean, he's, he should be a double-digit sack guy. So even he's yeah. a softer lineman. But that's if you get 15 sacks, how do I call you soft? You're not. See, so um, everything you just said, I agree with. I think ultimately for them, like this, and we were talking about Bosa, what you just said to me matters a lot. Like their defensive line is going to have to set the tone for whether or not we're talking about them like they're a physical team. Like Jalen Hurd is not going to be the guy that sets that tone. Ultimately, him being that guy, him being that guy is a big deal, though, because he was a player that they drafted in the third round. So him being that guy just brings a little more of it because, like you said, that's not really what they've had from the wide receiver group lately. But I don't think he's going to like no, be no, the no, guy no, that no. sets the tone but for the team. I know you're not. To me, saying he that. symbolizes where they just need to get to. Totally, uh, and yeah. they need more guys with an edge. Like Sherman's still edgy, but we've seen him at practice. He's at the point. He's like an Andre Iguodala now at the point. Like he can't. He not be getting in fights at practice, right? Well, I also think part of his edge in Seattle was it was not just Richard Sherman. It was the Legion of Boom. Well, did like you, he did was. You see the part. Ravens tweet yesterday with Earl Thomas fucking ruining some slot receiver. He just depleted him in practice. They tweeted it out. <laughs> he just no. he destroyed him. I want to find that now, right it, now. It wasn't like it was just a good, solid, clean tackle. But it was. You're right. It was like you're right. It was Sherman. But what about, you see Bobby Wagner just got $55 million. They yeah. had that guy, I don't know if you ever heard of him, Cam Chancellor. He, he ended Vernon's career, but then somehow Vernon resurrected it like three years later. But you're right. I mean, they just, it, it wasn't, all the pressure wasn't on Richard to pick fights. They just had guys that would just, they had like seven guys that at any moment could just end up in a fight. And I think that's at the end of the day. Like, think about this guy. When you think of the best teams the last six or seven years in the AFC, obviously the Patriots and the Steelers. And the Chiefs have been this like second iteration since when they flipped it more from offense these last three or four years with Alex and then obviously with Mahomes. It's a little bit like Warriors, Rockets, running and gunning, throwing up a lot of points. The Patriots, when you think the Patriots, the second half of Brady's career, it is complete kind of polar opposite, right, of the first when they were defense and tough. You don't think like they're smart and they, they tackle well, but like the monsters of the midway or anything, right? Right, but just think about the NFC. What has taken these last ten years to get there? Harbaugh, Seattle, last year Chicago, Minnesota. Seattle maintained it for a while. The Eagles, I mean, just have some guys that to just crush you. It's just the, uh, Dallas's defense this last year. How, I mean, how good is Dallas's defense on paper? That defensive line, all the linebackers they have. Somehow, Sean Lee. This is where we'll get into Zeke probably a little later, but. If Jerry just likes you, you're just going to stay on his team forever. Hasn't Sean Lee been injured 50 times and somehow he's still on their team? If as Jerry long as likes have you, another you're, ba- you're made. Yeah, as long as you have another guy ready to roll. But the guy, they have two guys. They have well, they have Jalen Smith and Van Der Esch, and Jerry's like, I just like him around. Yeah, but I don't think Sean Lee like starts. <laughs> but but right? I'm telling you, and maybe they will, you know what, Howie or Belichick, he would not be on the team anymore. <laughs> he just would be gone. It's not because they don't like him. Look at the uh, the Panthers. They just cut Thomas Davis. You just cut that human, you know? It's just, it sucks. You, you still, like, like him as a person, but he's just usually not on the team. I'm going to look up how much he makes. But my ultimate point is the reason they get rid of Sean Lee is because they basically have the modern-day version, I mean, potentially, this is jumping the gun a little bit, of, like, they're Bowman and Willis. And that's a team, if you make the playoffs and you're a six seed, 
You might play Dallas in the first round, right? It'd be 3-6. Right. You go to Dallas. I, I, I wouldn't pick, you know, if the Niners were a 10-win team and they were 11 or 12, like, I wouldn't love that matchup. They'd just be a tougher team. I mean, I wouldn't love any matchup if they are 3-6, but I'm just, they, they would want, I'd pick them more in a shootout type game. Like, that's, Dallas wants to get into a tough, a brawl. And that's not, the Niners aren't really built like that. You think Dante Pettis, maybe he'll take some big step this year, but like, going to go into a war zone? Said he's stronger, John. So I, 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 you, you don't develop this stuff overnight, but it is about picking the right type of I think players. it's about getting players that are like that, yeah, right? Is that what key. you're about? Sorry, I interrupted you. But. That's the key. Getting players that are like that. I don't that. think it rubs off, like, maybe it rubs off a little, but you got to have it in you. But I think that's where, like, Richard comes in. Like, Richard ain't fighting Jalen Hurd. But Richard maybe calls out his defensive backs. Like, that shit ain't going to fly. If we're getting blocked down the field, you toss his ass to the ground. That's where, to me, he helps. Yeah. And then maybe you just get... Just... There needs to be an edge on this team. You know, there's just... There hasn't... There wasn't an edge. It's just... Even last year, it's kind of feeling themselves. Like, you guys haven't done a goddamn thing. Like, Jimmy won five games. He started seven games in the league. I remember the Raiders kind of turned that like Jack Del Rio's last year. Like, what have you guys accomplished? Well, that's where I wonder, like, are they going to be able to run? Are they going to run the ball? Are they going to maul people? Like, are they who? Well, no, maul. <laughs> well, I know. That's what not, I'm saying that's about what I'm the scheme like, guy. Their, their scheme, when you run an outside zone scheme, you don't maul anyone even when you're kicking their ass. You just kind of position block and the running back goes right through the middle. Like, when Chip Kelly was dominating I shouldn't football, say, forget maul. Are they just going to be able to run the football? Well, did you Are see they going to be able to pick up four yards when they need it? Well, did you on the ground since we last yards, did a podcast? Their big free agent signing two years ago, his knee flare re flared up. So I, do you know where John Middlecoff stands as of recording in this podcast? I expect Jarek McKinnon to be like his his nine career will never exist. Anything they get from him is gravy. I expect nothing. And you know what? And this is the argument for Melvin Gordon and Zeke why you don't pay him. Who cares? Just go claim a guy. Do you know what the Niners have once the 53 cuts happen? The number two overall claim spot. You know, the, I'd argue the easiest player to claim in the NFL is a zone running back. Now, maybe not a starter, but you get a guy. And then, you know, just the way the NFL works, maybe he starts a couple games throughout the year. You get Telvin Coleman, Breda, and whoever you claim. Jarek McKinnon, Torres ACL, never the same, whatever. You move on. Yeah. Well, you know, it was a practice Sunday was uh, Mike Shanahan. I mean, he would tell you, right? Yeah. Do you think him and Greg Popo were talking about out? Mike Anderson and and Tatum Bell and Olandis Gary and Well, the guy, I, I can't think of his name, but their first year in Washington, they had a guy run for like 1700 yards in a six-round pick. Oh, it was uh he's, up. he's still in the league. Who? He's still in the, the guy's still in the league. Well, I think he might be out now, but he was like on the Cowboys a year ago when Zeke got suspended. Remember they signed him? Alfred is it Alfred, Alfred Morris. Uh, Alfred Morris. Yeah, but that's you just find that guy because it is. It's not an easy scheme for running backs, but where it is an easy scheme for a guy that has no change of direction. If you're a straight line running back, but have good vision, you can succeed in it. You don't need to have like uh, you don't need to be able to make anyone miss. Now you might not be a great player if you can't make anyone miss, but. You can just function in the scheme, like you know the best. So the point I'd argue the best zone runner of the last like ten years was he. I think it was an undrafted free agent. Might have been a seventh round. Was Aaron Foster seventh round pick? Might have been sixth round pick. But Alfred Morris, the most great zone runners, late round picks. 
because you would never take like they're not Saquon Barkley. Now Saquon would be like, put me in a zone scheme, I'll kick ass. Yeah, you kick ass in any scheme, but like a zone runner is a stiff guy. That was the irony. Remember McFadden hated the zone scheme, like the power scheme. It's like Darren, your problem is you just have poor vision. You're not a you're a straight line running back. You can only run in a straight line, so you should the zone scheme is your only scheme, buddy. Remember how stiff he was? Yeah. What was the game where you had the guy, he had the safety like one-on-one in the hole and just just ran, like, ran into him, well, he can't, but not, he, he wasn't, I don't think he was trying to run him over. Yeah, he, I mean, he just, he is what he was. He just couldn't, it'd be like a car that has zero turning radius. You just have to try to drive it straight. You have no choice. I think it was his last year at Oakland. Yeah, it was bad. Remember when you walked by uh, how skinny his ankles were? Yeah. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.